0: On the Simply Human podcast,
1: but I do recognize that other people have different perspectives. They grew up yeah. with a different backgrounds. They grew up with a different reality than I have. So it's my job to listen. It's my job to to respect other people's points of view. And I think we need to be doing more of that in this country.
2: Good. Okay. No, so very- not no, Not to not to bring it on down too much. I uh, I have a poop a uh, poop story.
1: Okay, well, let's rebound back up to our level of uh, Algonquinian roundtable conversation.
2: That was an amazing word that you just used. It's episode 136 of the Simple Human Podcast with your hosts, Mark and Rick, two human beings Being Human. Our goal is to help you understand how humans are designed to eat, sleep, move and enjoy and how you can start living more like a human today. On today's show it is former professional water skier and just amazing athlete Marcus Brown. He's Jenny LaVa's significant other uh, so excited to have Marcus on the show. Uh, then it is Humans Being Human, another moderately funny addition, with Zeb and impressing girls with fire. Not pressing fire onto girls, impressing girls with fire. Let me make sure we, that we understand what we're talking about there. Um, and then we'll wrap up with our same you tip every week. How are you, Rick? I'm good. How are you? I'm okay. Um, I mentioned... I don't think I had. I did mention this on the Alt Shift podcast. I co-host the Alt Shift podcast. Check it out on iTunes. Alt Shift Lift is available. Um, It's basically just really quickly. um, It is all you need for Alt Shift Lift is like a bench and dumbbells, and it's a a, it's a workout program. Right, it's a program for yeah, like a, a a healthy human movement pattern, sustainable human movement pattern. Uh, that all you need is a bench and dumbbells that 's it and uh so it 's really cool. It just came out they 've they 're selling like crazy um hopefully by the time of this recording uh in one week from today, I will have the affiliate link up for the for the book so cool stuff um but i i, I thought we I told the story on that podcast i don 't think i did i don 't think I have publicly told the cactus story
1: but everyone knows that you have fallen into a cactus because you like you snapchatted. Didn't you? You told me to well, like a picture of like the cactus needles near your eyes or something.
2: I Instagrammed a picture. Okay,
1: so, I can't keep up with your Pokemon Go style of like all the social media, so you I take, can't keep up with it.
2: You take that back. I do not <laughs> Pokemon Go. We, maybe we should talk about Whatever. that. Golly, Pokemon Go. Um, so this is this is what happened, Rick. I. Crashed into a cactus. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Uh, okay, so it it's been raining here, and I have lamented on the show about I haven't been able to mountain bike as much because of the rain and the flooding has ruined all the bridges. Chris Brand-
1: turn the show off. Yet yeah, we're not just talking about mountain biking. Okay, continue.
2: Yes. Um. <laughs> what with you? Kind of cut out for a second. What did you say?
1: Oh, I said Chris Brandon. Don't uh, just turn the show off.
2: Oh, That's I know. I know. Yeah, about yeah. yeah. Mountain
1: biking talk. Yeah.
2: <laughs> f- whatever. So, oh, so now, oh, he's never allowed to talk about marching band, because that's what he he likes to do. Let's tune
1: into the Chris Brandon Marching Band Podcast.
2: Sorry, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, I, I... the trails are all washed out that they're it's like a different trail there's dirt where there didn't used to be dirt and there's not dirt where there was dirt and there's like new dirt and it's like there are trenches in the in the middle of the trail where the water has run off like it's just it's a different trail so the second time I went out to ride since it's the trails have reopened after all of the flooding and everything i went i was going down this one section that i've gone down every time i've ever ridden out there and I've never had any problems well this particular time there as as I came up over this, kind of around this curve to go down this hill, excuse me, burped, burp. What is the matter with you? I always do that. I I, I was talking to Zeb before, like we recorded it for Humans Being Human, and I was like, because he listened to the Anna Vicino show, and and I was like, you know, it's just three guys talking. Don't, there's no pressure or anything, and it's like very casual. He was like, yeah, I know you burped. I was like, oh, okay, sorry. So, sorry, I burped again. I didn't catch that, I guess. Yeah, so there's um, so this is one part. You come up, you go downhill, and there was this, like, huge trench in the middle, kind of this crooked trench down the middle of the trail. And I guess I went back the next day to try to figure out what happened, and this is, I guess, what happened. As I'm coming up over this hill, I was trying to keep my tire out of that trench, and, and I, w- I was you know kind of on this steep incline on the side of the trail and i i don't know what happened exactly but i end up i'm, I'm zooming down this hill imagine like running as fast as you can and just jumping like like sliding into a cactus like on your left side <laughs> like as hard as you can like just like if you just saw a cactus you're like if you if you just <laughs> shut up
1: <laughs> I'm just imagining you sliding and like not like the kind of cactus that we have in West Texas which is like, kind of like the little <laughs> round cacti like a bunch of those like the, the big things. ones with
2: the you arms like
1: the Arizona, like yeah. the big giant one and you're just hitting one <laughs> Like your legs going <laughs> on either side of it and just, yeah.
2: Like so, right in your touch. Yeah. <laughs> so the cactus we're talking about are like yeah, like the little like what? How would you call them? Like what would you like? What kind like of like
1: little cactus? round? Like the little things are round. There's like yeah. a cluster of like, like prickly a pears. Bunch of round ones.
2: And they have the yeah. ones with little like fruit on them. Well, there's like the spine, the big needle, and then around the base of the needle are these millions of little tiny microscopic needles yeah. around each one of the big you, needles you
1: look at it and you're like okay well i could touch this as long as i don't grab the big giant needles but there, there's a billion like hidden ones on there that are like those are the most problematic right you can't even see them
2: right so the dust is settling and i have crashed like crazy i have a big old bruise on my leg from where i That's how hard i fell like i fell really hard so i'm like full speed jumping into this cactus and I'm laying there and I'm like assessing, I'm breathing hard and there's adrenaline's pumping and I'm, I'm sweating and like, uh, you know, the dust is settling. Uh-huh. I'm kind of, yeah, I'm, my, my shorts are kind of half off. Uh, <laughs> <so> <laughs> this I'm, is the sexiest story. Yeah. <laughs> of <your whole> life. <laughs> so, about the wilderness. Yeah. There's, okay. So like I'm assessing my injuries and I am, it's not like my, my leg landed in a cactus, like my ankle to my head is in this cactus patch and and as i'm laying in this cactus and i'm and i'm i start to kind of freak out a little bit because i my there there's no vision in my left eye okay like i, I cannot see out of my left eye and i and i'm laying and i'm still just like laying there and i'm laying there thinking i uh, I, I I just I've gouged my eye out. Like I don't know what happened. Like there's branches everywhere. There's mesquite trees everywhere. Like I, I've gouged my eye out. Like I I, I and it really kind of freaked <laughs> me out. Right. So I reach up and like I'm gonna I'm what I think what I think I'm gonna touch like the my eye like you know like that's you
1: feel your hang, your eye hanging, hanging out up. of its socket. Right.
2: That's what I like think I'm am reaching up to touch, and I feel like a a cactus needle like, in my eyelid, so there was a cactus needle that was stuck, like, down through my eyelid that was pinning my eyelid shut, if that makes sense, <laughs> right? It's like, I mean, inches, centimeters, millimeters away from blinding me, right? The angle, if the angle of this cactus needle had been a little bit, you know, deeper, it would have gone just, like, into my eye because it was through my eyelid and so, I like, I feel the, the needle and I pull it out and I, my, I get a little bit of vision, it's still something still is not right like there 's still something that 's affecting my vision. well, it, as, long, as long as I know that my eye isn 't hanging by the, the ner- optical nerve, I, I proceed to try to get out of the cactus. Imagine that imagine trying to stand up and get out of the cactus that you 're laying in. like I probably got more cactus needles in me getting out of the cactus than I did like falling into the cactus so i i get out of the cactus and, and my yeah my first i'm all by myself i'm bleeding everywhere so i get my i get take my backpack off and i get my phone and i'm going to use the phone the camera as like a mirror to see like what the heck is happening with my eye
1: oh, i would have never thought about yeah. that
2: so i get my phone and, and i'm at this point i'm still like really freaking out because i'm thinking I've, I've like really done something to my eye because i'm still seeing like double and I and I get the camera on and I turn it, you know, facing me. And there's and that's when I took the picture that I posted on Instagram. There was another needle sticking into my eyelid that was like that was like affecting my vision. So I grabbed it and pulled it out. And my and then I was like, okay, I think I'm okay. I think I'm okay. Well, then I'm looking down and I'm like literally like there there were from my ankle to my shoulder all the way up. There were needles in my helmet. Uh, so the big needles aren't the problem, like you just said. Like I just, you just pull those out, like no big deal. It's the millions and millions of little tiny needles that were just covering my entire body. So you know, I was like, okay, I'm all by myself. I'm not gonna like, you know, call for somebody to come get me. I, it's just cactus needles. I, you know, like like worse things have happened to people. So like, I got my bike. I had to walk like a half a mile back to my jeep. I get back to my Jeep, and, like, there, there's, there was one sticking out of my right Achilles tendon that I hadn't felt, so I pull that out, and his blood's, like, spurting out when I pulled that one out. I go to take, like, my bike shorts off and just leave, like, the tights underneath my bike shorts, and I go to take my bike shorts off, and I can't get them off because there's a cactus needle sticking through my bike shorts into my stomach, like, into my waist, <coughs> So like, that I hadn't even like noticed, you know, so I had to like pull that out and take my shorts off. It, it was, it was horrible. And so I got, I get home, my wife's taking a nap, it's sunny afternoon, I went and got two sets of tweezers, I, and like the girls were like in there playing in the playroom or something, like two daughters, and I walk in there, like, you know, they're just looking at me wide-eyed, mouth agape, like here I am in my like bike tights, and I'm, I'm just, I'm dirty, I'm bloody, I'm just like, and, and I'm holding tweezers. And they look up at me, it's just like, I don't say anything, and I was like, y'all come here, like, come outside in the back porch. So I go lay down on my stomach on the back porch and, like, pull my shorts up, like, as far as I can, and for, like, 45 minutes, they both sat there. They thought it was, like, the coolest thing ever, like, sitting there, like, finding these little needles and, like, pulling them out of me with tweezers, and then I still had, like, some friends, like, I went we went to their house to swim or something, and they, like, they spent another 30 minutes pulling these cactus needles out of my shoulder my neck uh, my back like it was terrible have you ever do you have a cactus experience? no why?
1: because I stay away from them
2: (laughs) Oh.
1: This is the most Mark Rogers ever story. What did your wife do okay. like, when you told her, when, when, when she finds out, What is what kind of face does she make?
2: Okay, so... Because I
1: imagine it's the, the standard Jen Rogers, like, rolling her, like, yeah. Mark.
2: Well, so I took the girls over to our friend. Our plan was, like, I'm going to go ride my bike for a few minutes, and then I'm going to take the girls over, and then when Hunter wakes up, Jen is going to take get Hunter, and then we're, she's going to join us. So when Jen gets over to our friend's house with... Uh, with our son, she walks up and like, here I am like sitting out on the back with, and like the, the husband and the wife, our friends are like sitting there like tweezing me, you know? And Jen was like, what happened? <laughs> so There's "She's your
1: and remember.
2: Yeah. <laughs> tweezing me. <laughs> There's a husband and a wife tweezing <laughs> <laughs> So she had no idea. And so she was like, I mean, and I was really like, I, like it really scared me. Like the whole eye thing. Cause I'm a stupid idiot. I did not was not wearing my sunglasses because it was so hot. I knew that within four minutes I was going to be sweating so much it was going to be dripping onto my glasses, and then you can't see as well when you have like the sweat and running down your glasses. But that I so I didn't even think about having a cactus needle in my eye. So she, my wife's thought is like you know because I've been run over by a car, now I've crashed like full speed into a cactus. She's like, can you like? play cards or something like what like what's the- i was about to say like you should come up like you should
1: play shuffleboard yeah or uh you could take up a new hobby of cleaning the house like,
2: or poetry you could do that so anything yeah like so, so she's she <laughs> so i tell you so that was on a sunday so the next monday and I, I had sort of resolved to not go back out for a while like because it it really had kind of scared me a little bit. You know, like I was like, man, that that was really too close. for." COVID. I was going
1: to ask you how long it's been since you went.
2: Well, so that Monday afternoon, I came home for to like to see the kids and everything for lunch. I was going to eat lunch at the house. And I was like, you know what? I need to go out and face my fears. I'm just and here we go. And I got my bike and I got all my stuff on and I went back out like the next day just to like. I didn't ride down that part. I walked down that part, and that's when I—that's where I got all the pictures of like the flattened cactus, uh, and like where I lay, and, like the, the skid mark, like like I don't know. It's like I imagine like my my tire like breaking as I'm like 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 falling into the thing. Like there's like a there's a very definite like mark, like a trail of like my tire or something that's like going into the cactus. So so I didn't ride that part, but I just I got out and, and rode and uh, and conquered conquered my fear.
1: Well, I hope you don't uh, crash and impale yourself on a cactus again.
2: Yeah, no, yeah, right. Well, then, Although okay.
1: Although I kind of hope you do because it's—I got a lot
2: of enjoyment out of this. Well, and it was funny because, like, I—I I guess after it happened, I was texting in our in our famous text thread, and I said something like, "Oh no, it was my because it was my birthday, right? Was that was that it?
1: Yes, <laughs> yeah, I think it was. It I was think it was your birthday. It was
2: my birthday. Oh no." No, 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 no. That that was the first time I had ridden because that's when I was I, I I sort of I stepped into a cactus on that day. Like I had like one pine needle in my ankle, like it wasn't a big deal. And I texted okay. the group like, "Hey, I, I got I got Rick's birthday wish. of like stepping in a cactus." And then it started raining, and I was like, <laughs> "Okay, Rick, thanks a lot. You cursed me for rain. Now it's raining on my birthday. <laughs> Y'all are all making fun of me." Um, so I guess there's that's cactus talk. I mean, it's it's no joke. The cactus are 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 dangerous. They do not want you You,
1: to <laughs> you heard it here folks, first, <laughs> first humans. Cactus when you fall into them.
2: <laughs> oh, so like they do not want you to touch they do not want you to touch them. They are very good at, at that.
1: At, at what they do. Yes. Yeah,
2: they have they have mastered it. All right. Well, Let's get to our interview with Marcus. We haven't talked to him yet, but I know uh, we talked about a lot of cool things time travel I know talk.
1: we use some human words to yeah. talk
2: to Marcus. We talk we speak in English to Marcus. Uh and we know that as much. So go to the website com. there is a Donate button on the show notes of this show And at store. There's also the updated information On the movement program that we talked about uh, Which is all there Like us on Facebook, follow me on Snapchat, Instagram Twitter, Periscope, at SimplyHuman52 Email the show at uh, SimplyHumanLifestyle At gmail.com, you can email Rick At SimplyHumanRick at gmail.com If you have a humans being human story that you'd like to share with us You can uh, share via email And we can set up a time to call you Or you can leave us a uh voicemail at five three zero 42 human. That is five five three zero 42 human. Were you gonna say something, Rick?
1: I was just gonna say there have been several people that have sent me emails in the last couple weeks, uh you know, police- yeah police related the thank you for your service type stuff. Uh thank you thank you guys very very much. Yeah. Uh I I sincerely appreciate it. I don't like to talk about it a lot, but uh thank you uh, very much for the people who've kind of uh, uh taken their time, time out of the day to reach out yeah. and uh, and say something nice. Uh there are a lot of reasons why I do what I do, but you know I don't need people to, to thank me, but it, it, it is very reassuring when yeah. when you, you know sign say kind words like that. So I cool. really everyone who is uh, tweeting, e- email, Facebook, whatever, uh, thank you very much. Yep, Sincerely, definitely. all of you.
2: Yes, thank you. Um and uh Oh good grief. I was just about to say something. Dang it, now I'm gonna have to go ahead, this. hang on, we'll reach
1: we're talking about uh, getting emails from people. Oh
2: yeah yeah. We have like three hundred and ninety-eight reviews, Rick. Really? Yeah. On iTunes. I checked today. Did, I, I put did you see the one I posted on the Facebook page? Yeah, was, yeah, like, I
1: I meant to take a screenshot of that one ago. Oh. Uh, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And, uh, well, no, that one was uh,
2: that was from like July 9th There was one oh I guess it was a couple weeks ago. So yeah, it said like I, 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 I can't contain myself. Just like diarrhea. Did you see yeah, that I'm, one?
1: I haven't. Uh, I, I guess. I'm, in that, I'm, in on my phone, yeah. I'm never on like an actual computer. computer yeah.
2: Computer. So anyway, um, uh, let's get our interview with Marcus, where we talk. It it, yeah, we talk in English about a lot of cool things that Marcus has got going on. Here's Marcus. Joining us today on the Simply Human Podcast, so happy and honored to have Marcus. Brown. He is a professional water skier. He is a filmographer. He is an engineer. He is many things. He is also Jenny LaBa's worser half. I guess that's the right way to say that, right? <laughs> Welcome, <laughs> that Marcus. Works. Yeah. So we, we talk about this on the last show as we were like, uh, you know, saying coming up next time. it's And we talked about this standing in line to get food one night. Uh, Marcus and I did, Rick. Uh, so it's Marcus and Mark and Jenny and Jen. So we're sort of like uh, soulmate couples, you know, except sometimes, you know, they're just, like, way better than us.
0: Based do, pure... Like, uh, two houses
1: together and then tear the fence out like they do in, like, yeah. show Big Love and just... <laughs> <big>
0: love <out. laughs> that's awesome. Some- yeah, I, I like how it's based purely on nomenclature. Right, right. Just starters.
2: the names. This is, if your name is yeah. this, then that's what it's going to be. So, okay. So, we already talked about how we're going to do this. So, the first thing we're going to do, we're each going to guess two dates. And you're not, like, don't give us any hints, right? No You hints. just, like, you just say yes or no, and we're going we're gonna to see if we can do this. Okay. Rick, Perfect. you want to go first?
1: Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with August 4th.
0: Are we guessing, you're guessing what date? The date I was born? Is yes. That, okay. Yeah, okay. So that's a No. Oh, what thought he was gonna say?
1: Man, there was such a pause. I was like, I did it again. I know. <laughs> I hit the nail on the head one time. Like five or six guests to go. Are you
0: great. kidding me? Who, who, yeah. who did you who did you guess properly?
1: Man, I don't remember. Oh, it was uh, Michelle Lane, I think.
0: Yeah, that's oh, right. Wow. Yeah. that's right. Yep. Out of thin, out of thin air. Yeah, three hundred sixty-five <laughs> days. Yep. it was it's,
1: amazing. Like wow. it was so awesome that uh, like it'd never be repeated. But see, see, Rick.
2: Rick, like we we've been talking and talking, and now you're, the volume is fine. Like it's, I don't know, it just like self corrects or something. Okay, I'm gonna guess <clears throat> January 14th.
0: Wow, you both, <gasps> both you guys are off. I mean that, that's closer, but that's oh, a no. He's
2: giving us hints. Okay, Rick, so okay, use awesome. the hints.
0: December 17th. All right, you just got colder. <sighs> That's a no.
2: Okay, oh, I I, I got it. it's February eighth. I know, I remember that now.
0: <laughs> no, but you're getting, but you're moving the right direction. What is it? It's March fourteenth. Ah! Okay, I'm
1: dead serious. I was just about to say yeah, right. March, 4th, but I was like, uh just I feel like uh, maybe December. He looks like a December guy. Yeah. I
0: was gonna say March fourth. So, he looks you know. like a
2: December guy. <laughs> you know,
0: you know what's interesting is it's it's. Uh, Albert Einstein's birthday exactly 100 years after he was born. So I'm 100 years – I'm exactly – was born exactly 100 years after that guy.
2: So Albert Einstein is 100 years older than you. I wonder who's who I'm 100 years younger than. Yeah. I'm going to look a, that up.
0: Exactly. Uh, Man, there needs to be an app for that.
2: <laughs> like all it, all it is is like an app and all it answers. It's yep. not not any other dates. It's just 100 years. Like that's the yep, only thing. Yep. Hundred year app. Yeah, awesome. We just we just became millionaires. <laughs>
0: it's Pi Day. It's Pi Day, by the way, too. Oh, yeah, you know, that's 3. right. 1/4. Yeah, it's Pi Day.
2: Oh, see, yeah. that's good. That's that's easy yeah. to remember. Yeah. Um, I think easy. we guessed Gen- what's Jenny's. Oh, it's March. Uh, March fourth.
0: Uh, Close. March fifth. One off. Third. Yep. Third. Yeah,
2: because yeah. I got her yeah. birthday present. Um nice. okay. So let's get into this. I have I have some, some cool things we're gonna talk about, but first I want you to tell your story. Who is Marcus Brown? Like why how are you like where you are now?
0: Oh, uh, I think I'm where I am now mainly because of my folks. I mean, that's not no, you know, no joking aside, they're they're like they're some of the most wonderful people I think I've ever met in my life. And they were teachers, educators, coaches. And so I just had a great, I think, role model to, to look to in my mom and my dad. So they, they were teachers. So they had summers off. We would go to the lake for three months, basically in the summer. And before you knew it, I was like, I just enjoyed skiing. I enjoyed being on the water. And, um, so yeah, I've been skiing, water skiing professionally, which actually is a thing. I know a lot of people don't know (laughs) that there's competition based water skiing as opposed to just, Drinking based water, <laughs> <scene>. <laughs> but, but there is such a thing, and uh, I got roped into it at an early age. And uh, yeah, I had idols, I, it was on ESPN. I, I, one of my projects is a film project called Flowpoint TV, and so the most recent episode I just did on flowpointtv.com was about kind of the the history of our sport from a professional standpoint. And uh, we used to be on ESPN like every week in the summer. And uh, I was just starting to ski professionally in 1996 when that was just kind of starting to go on the decline. We still had pro events. We were still on Outdoor Life Network as far as television syndication, and uh, and then it shortly after that started declining. Wakeboarding came online. They were part of our tour at first. Wakeboarding was, and um, and then they kind of took over. And uh, but yeah, we're, we still have a pro pro scene and i'm still uh part of it in all kinds of different ways and that's kind of how i got to you know just I, don't, I wouldn't say i'm anybody that's just how people got to know me right you know what i mean I, i'm i'm just a normal dude like everybody else um but i enjoy you know being able to to use kind of a certain platform i've been able to build to to tell stories and to hopefully inspire people to, to be a better version of themselves. Yeah. You know, I'm cool.
1: absolutely fascinated by the professional water skiing because, and I'm not uh, insulting your sport. I've never seen it. I've never heard that that was a thing, uh, until Mark told me about this. So how,
0: that's
2: awesome. How do,
1: you, how do you win? Like, is it like, uh,
2: there's like all these boats you know, like, and there's you know, like a there's race. <laughs> <Yeah>. race. It's, <laughs>
0: like, it's like, it's like a figure, figure eight, like Catalina ski race. <laughs> and boats are going back. And, no, yeah. no, it's it, okay. So, so there's three disciplines. In traditional water skiing, there's there's slalom, which is what I do. It's one ski, traditional skiing, right? People, What people think of when they think of water skiing. And the goal is there's a course. There's a slalom course. The boat goes straight. For us, it goes 36 miles an hour, which is pretty fast on water. Yeah, it is. And uh, it's all GPS speed control, like, you know, cruise control based. And so the boat's always going 36, and we basically ski back and forth around a series of six markers or turn buoys. and once you complete that successfully, the boat stays the same speed. You stop in the water and you, you you basically shorten the rope. So it's like high jump. Think about high jump, how the higher the bar is, you know, the harder it gets. Well, for us, the shorter the the, the rope gets, right. the harder it is to reach around these buoys uh, on each side of the boat. So you can imagine the taller guys have it a little easier. I'm my buddy Terry and I are probably the shortest guys on the on the professional scene. And uh, it doesn't make it easier, but that's that's the original discipline. There's tricks, which is kind of the like the, R- Rick's
2: uh, mom. Rick's mom is the champion of that uh, yes, discipline. Yes, uh, Marcus,
0: my mother, my
1: mother knows how to turn lots of tricks. extraordinarily <laughs> efficient. Uh,
0: what? What? In what medium are we talking about? Yeah, oh, yeah. Mar-
1: the medium Mark was talking about is that she uh, works
0: in a brothel. <laughs> to a sex
2: yeah. Sorry. Sorry, I, der- <laughs> I derailed this. Oh, uh,
0: yeah. you. You guys, all right? So I, now I know where we're at. <laughs> yeah, okay. I got, I got I got my I got my feet on the ground. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just over here trying to keep it clean. No, uh, don't mind me. Well, hey,
2: you listened to the Kelly Starrett interview. You know I, how that one. I did. Yeah. My
0: vocabulary improved tremendously. Yeah. <laughs> it's a classic. I like K Star Kelly and and Juliet. They're like part of our family. We get to hang out with them a couple times a year. And um, actually, so. I'll get to it, but I, I've had a serious, a, a series of injuries, but the most serious is my back injury about five years ago. And Kelly's worked with me on, you know, trying to mobilize and neutralize and, yep. and, you know, revitalize my back. And it's, it's, he, Without Kelly, I, I would probably still be crippled yeah. completely right now. Well, yeah, so. we're
2: definitely going to get to your injuries. But, okay, you were talking about uh, Rick's mom's so tr- tricks.
0: So tricks, yeah, Rick's mom, she's efficient at tricks. She usually that's does the s- them on her back.
2: Uh, oh, gosh, okay. Okay. <laughs> let's just let's get off of Rick's mom. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey,
0: okay, man. thanks for coming on, Marcus. <laughs> the, the this, interview's this has over. been great, guys. I yeah. appreciate it. <laughs> now, I don't know what you're going to say about my mom when I leave, but <laughs> she's not fair game. Right. <laughs> no so yeah trick skiing let's call it trick skiing that way there's no confusion not Man. tricks <laughs> trick skiing was like the original discipline before wakeboarding and it's a short board that you do flips and spins on and then jumping is long distance jumping where my buddy freddie krueger that's his real name oh actually. my gosh he's gone three he went 312 feet live on abc last year that's for, over 100 uh, yards rick that's over 100 yards and that yeah, seems like a lot of feet. Oh and, he, and he's like, he's forty-two, forty-three. He's he's older. And there's no um, like in in the in like
2: snow ski jumping, you you like land on like a decline in not. It's, not, it's cheating.
0: Yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say it's hard. Or not hard, but it's cheating. You so, land on like a slope. Yeah, because right?
2: in the water there is no like downward <laughs> slope. That's called a waterfall. No, I mean yeah. it's called
0: a waterfall, yeah. and you're not supposed to chase those anyway. Right. So with Freddie. With Freddie, he he's jumping 312 feet off of a six foot ramp, six foot tall ramp, Gosh. and he's he's hitting the ramp at like 40 or sorry at like 70 plus miles an hour, Whoa. and so he he went 312 feet. That's the farthest you know that I know of that anybody's ever jumped and landed on a flat. He landed on flat water,
2: and that's so on that, YouTube. I'm assuming.
0: <clears throat> that's on YouTube. Yeah, exactly. If you Google I'm pretty, pretty. you Google MC Mastercraft Throwdown, it, I think it was just called the Mastercraft Throwdown. It was on ABC last year live and uh that's that's where freddy krueger did the <laughs> world record jump so that's those are the three disciplines for water skiing competitive water skiing slalom trick skiing and jump skiing and t- together it makes a pretty freaking spectacular show yeah. and that's what i tried to show in my last flow point which was about you know the best skiers in the world and uh and then like i said wakeboarding kind of spun off of that which um without water skiing there would be no wakeboarding so yeah. it's kind of a cool little little piece of history a lot of people a lot of people didn't know that or think wakeboarding is rad and you don't even know about water skiing but um that's kind of the the short the genesis, history yes of it.
2: so i think ski jumping is a good segue into your injuries because didn't you in fact fracture your femur ski jumping
0: i did i fractured it into like eight pieces
2: tell skiing. us about that My
0: God. yeah so I, I just started, I was a good slalom skier, I was like 13, I just started jumping, which was kind of a little late to start, learning how to jump, because uh, you're hitting a five foot ramp at that age, and you're going you know, anywhere from 40 feet to 140 or 120 feet, and so I was just getting to where I was like jumping 90 feet, you know, 95 feet, and I was just getting ready to go to this well-known, world-renowned ski school to learn how to jump farther and better like the following week. And I was at a tournament. The wind was blowing really hard. I got all sideways in the air. And then when I came down, I landed like probably 85 foot jump. And I landed on one ski instead of both skis at the same time. And well, it's water, basically Marcus. Spun. Yeah, water is
2: very water is very soft. It's you can't get hurt on water. Oh,
0: it's it's super soft. <laughs> All those hydrogen and oxygen molecules just kicking it, waiting for you to, yeah, to catch you like, like a, a big pillow. Pillow, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really it's really soft. If you, oh, okay, that's 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 funny. But have you ever seen cornstarch and water? Have you ever seen that non Newtonian fluid example where you can like no. pick up this yellow stuff and you can turn it into a ball if you if you keep it moving. But then, as soon as you let it rest in your palm of your hand, it, it turns into fluid and melts out of your hand. Huh? You guys have never seen no. cornstarch and water? No. Oh, dude, you got to Google that. I'm gonna that's Google like, it. That's I'm... like the classic non-Newtonian fluid example. Cornstarch so, and water. Yeah. Okay. So, so, so water is basically like that. Yeah. It's like if you want to push yourself through it, it's the easy. The slower you go, the easier it is. Right. So, if you're landing on it at like 50 miles an hour, it's not. It's not gonna move. It's humans.
2: concrete. Yeah.
0: It's, it's pretty much like concrete, which is what you're getting at tongue in cheek. I know. Yeah. So it was hard. I, I landed. I'd land on one leg. I twisted. I, I twisted until my, my femur snapped into oh, like eight pieces. Gosh. And uh, the big long thigh bone, right? Correct. Like super, super strong and really hard to break. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think that's the same one that I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So
1: you're 13.
0: 14. I was 14 at that time. How, yep.
1: How on earth do you. Muster the courage when you're healed up and not broken again. Yes. You're like, so, all right, uh, where's my water skis? I'm going to go out again. I like, don't well, think that would scar you for life.
0: Well, yeah, you turn into a, to a big baby like I did. I didn't jump again until like uh, probably 15 years later, 12 oh, years later. Oh, man. Cause, wow. Because I, re- I realized I sucked. I realized <laughs> I wasn't that good.
2: That's what I, was, I did in my life about 10 years ago. I was just like, God, I just <laughs> suck.
0: Yeah, with stop. life in yeah. general. I'm just going to stop like, doing this. Yeah. I'm just going to stop this thing we call life. <laughs> well, no, that's funny though cuz cuz it's it's kind of was like a the universe saying, "Hey, you're you're good at water skiing on one ski, going around buoys, but you're not necessarily the best at going for distance." So that that was I just took that that message and,
2: yeah. and just maybe with I should it. stop mountain biking then, Rick. I just crashed into a cactus a couple <clears throat> weeks ago. Maybe that's the universe saying, Hey idiot, uh go do something else.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. That's just the universe saying, Hey idiot, just get better. Get smarter.
2: <laughs> to avoid cactus. Duh. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mountain biking's rad, dude. That's one of the things I do. I think it's one of the best sports there is, uh, aside oh from water skiing. which I gotta say. I but gotta, gotta
2: plug that. But. I, I take a lot of heat for talking about mountain biking a lot, and Greg, I'm mm-hmm. taking I'm taking great pleasure in putting mountain biking in the show notes. Thank you very much. <laughs> let's, the
1: second let's, time today we've talked about the second time in the show we've talked about <laughs> mountain biking. <laughs> let's put it this
0: way: if not, if mountain bike, if it was the World Championships downhill mountain biking versus the uh i don't know world cup stanley cup hockey and i had to choose one i would watch the mountain biking championships.
2: you have no idea what that what, what this, that I know, statement I
0: just, it's just a shot to the heart well, rick i'm sorry rick. oh okay so you did know attitude,
2: that okay so. okay yeah thank you for knowing that that's amazing both of you yeah okay so talk about your hand that that was the next one right
0: um let me think yeah the next one was my hand yeah oh yeah my hand so like i've
2: seen this rick i've seen his hand in my, yeah, my own it, it was
0: it was hamburger meat. It was like oh. it wasn't it wasn't like eighty five fifteen hamburger meat, like eighty five percent protein. It was like 50-50. It was like fifty percent fat, looking fifty percent normal skin, normal tissue. But yeah, I ripped my hand off. Basically, I got it caught in the rope. This was like the week before I was supposed to graduate high school, and I went to a tournament down in Barstow. I don't know if anybody knows where Barstow, California, is, but it's basically smack dab in between vegas and la okay so nowhere middle of nowhere right and it was a sunday afternoon so everybody's coming home from vegas and i hear i ripped my hand off got it caught in the rope so like when you
2: fell is like like what happened like
0: so i was i was late it was the last turn there's six buoys i was trying to stretch to get around the buoy and i turned i stretched so much that i i basically got high-sided and so when i fell The ski kind of flipped me the other way. I was upside down in the air for, you know, probably a second. And at the same time, the rope happened to go around my ski like a pulley (gasps) and and around my hand. So it was this weird three, like, Bermuda Triangle bullshit that happened. (laughs) Basically, all all three things had to happen for for anything bad to happen, and they all happened. And so as soon as I hit the water and stopped, you know, like concrete, the boat kept pulling the rope, and and it basically – uh, ripped my hand into my ski, smashed it on the edge of the ski, and basically just annihilated my index, my middle, and my ring fingers on my right hand, which I'm I'm a right-handed guy, so that that that's always sucked. For so do
1: you do you have like a robot hand now?
0: I don't have like a T2 type of a situation. I just going to say like a T2 <laughs> uh, hand. I I, I wish I did T like either either Terminator or Luke Skywalker. I'll take mm. either hand because. <laughs> They're they're way better than what I got, but I can't complain. You know, I I, I use a special glove when I ski. It's called a clincher. It's kind of like um like a hook grip, like a gymnastics type of a situation. It transfers the load, so I can actually hang on still. Yeah. Um. But well, yeah, that was that was crazy. Well, that was a, that was a fun time.
2: My source, um, my, my inside source, references your hand as uh, it's like the 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 movie liar liar liar. You're scared of the claw. The scared claw. of the claw. It's yeah. like that,
0: that, that's not even. Okay. All right. So let's backtrack. <laughs> so I did my hand. I ripped my hand off. I had to get life lighted because we're in the middle of the desert and oh, there was no way to get to anywhere before I lose my hand. Okay. So basically. you.
2: So it, you, you, obviously something happens to your hand. Do you like bring it up out of the water? Like, oh, what, oh yeah. Just, oh like, yeah.
0: I, I brought it up out of the water oh. and my glove was still on. It was ripped partially, but you know we have significantly like you know heavy material gloves. I look at my glove and I'm like. It looks like a sack of marbles. Like everything was just Whoa. all in one spot. It was like not the right shape. Oh. And so oh I was like <laughs> I was yelling like some, you know, some F words and this and that. And my, my parents are right there on shore. My dad was filming. Your mom's and like, I, I beg your pardon, son. No, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> and so I I go to I go to pull my glove off, and when I rip my glove off, my mm. f- those three fingers, you know, I'm looking at the palm of my hand, palm up, palm towards the sky, mm-hmm. and my three fingers just like dropped. They drop straight to the water, like just like I thought they fell off. And then, uh, like and I, fish came up and grabbed them. Pretty <laughs> much, some big old grass eating carp came out, and jumped out of the water, <laughs> co- out of the koi pond. You have to, but, you have to physically punch this fish, seriously? and then punch your
1: fingers back mm-hmm. out
0: of its mouth. Oh. Dude, that's a thing. People punch in Lake Powell. There's There's big old uh, carp and cod or whatever come up by the dock, and people like try to punch them. You, you actually get arrested for that. <laughs> Yeah, it's like oh, let's let's try to punch the fish. That's a real thing.
2: Peta, Peta Rick is going to once yeah, again be either. calling us for laughing at animal uh, injuries. Yeah. Um, hashtag
0: hashtag No Peta points for you. Yeah. What are you in for? Murder. What are you in for? I punched a fish in the face. <laughs> oh, oh, my oh, that's okay. great. Yeah. So no, 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 no fish. No, none of that. I just, yeah. It was it was bleeding everywhere. It was done deal. I knew something was up. So, I basically laid on the shore for 45 minutes until there's two doctors, two ski buddies were actually doctors, and they they implored uh, Loma Linda. They're like, "You got to send a helicopter. This kid's gonna lose his hand if you don't." And so, Loma Linda sent a helicopter. I got life flighted to Loma Linda, and uh, actually, uh, the dude saved my fingers. He was uh, he was a phenomenal plastic surgeon. He replanted my index finger. So it was basically all the way off, just hung on by skin. And oh. he took nerves out of my elbow, took veins out of my my wrist area, took skin off my hip to graft across the uh, open patch. I basically lost about a centimeter on my index finger. Gosh. He had to kind of put it back together, make it shorter. So that was fine, actually. Everything was good. And then I was playing basketball about eight months later, which I'm not a basketball oh. player. I'm a wrestler in high school. And I freaking jammed my, that same finger, right? Oh. And and it broke the tendon that he had repaired Dang. on the back side of it. And so now, unless I physically push it straight, it won't tip, go straight. The tip of my index finger won't stay straight. Yeah. I so just, that's where the claw. That's where the claw. The the folklore comes from. Right.
2: Well, I can just imagine like that night that you're having surgery. Like you wake up and like there's like a hot dog wiener like attached. It's <laughs> oh, that, And then and then like there's a there's a doctor in the doctor's lounge eating a hot dog and he's in for quite a surprise.
0: <laughs> well, that's you know, I I can't I can't tell you. Maybe I can tell you this this dream I had. Oh, you can tell re- us. Yeah. This is to- this is totally unrelated. This is so off topic, I don't even know why I'm oh, telling I'm you. I'm so this.
2: excited that you're telling us. But
0: this. is what's the guy's name? Is it Larry David? You know the oh, comedian? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, okay, so so he was in my dream. Oh. But but his name his name wasn't Larry David, it was John Davis. Huh. And so so for some reason John Davis is in my dream and he's <laughs> We're hanging out in the garage and he goes in the house to get something. He comes out of the garage and he like slips on his steps down to his garage and like slides out, gets up, and he's got no heel. And he broke, he's broke his heel off like it's a like it's a Lego, and you can just break it off. Yeah. So anyway, couldn't they had to rush from the hospital and I'm sitting there looking around for his heel. I'm like, where the hell is John <laughs> Davis's heel? And I see these two, like, bigger girls over kind of in the left corner of the garage. All of a sudden, there's people in the garage. I don't know why. It's like a party. I see these girls just finishing a bite of something. And they look at me, and I was like, do you girls see that heel? (laughs) And they're like... Yeah, that was like the most delicious thing I've ever had uh, in my life. A, that was a heel? and then how weird that, that I just said that. Like what a what an odd body part to dream about. That Le- was my dream. Heel. Somebody ate Larry David's heel at a party in his garage. I had a dream him.
1: the other day, uh, Marcus, that uh Mark fell off his mountain bike uh crotch first into a cactus and hey it came true my dream came true shut up (laughs)
2: oh wow well okay so let's let's transition now let's talk about uh you know some other things uh what you're what you're doing now and let's see i had um what would you what would you think uh would you say like is your greatest achievement up to this point
0: um you know i was just talking to somebody else uh about this the other day that because i don't really know there's it's hard to just it's like what's your favorite movie? You know, it's hard to it's right. hard to answer that, but Spaceballs,
2: we've already established I, I w- that. Yeah,
0: we have established that exactly. <laughs> um, but we uh yeah, ludicrous speed. We Go! um it, it's it's hard it's hard to decide, but I did win, so my first pro win ever was uh in Melbourne, Australia. It's probably our biggest uh attended tournament. There's probably like 50,000 people watching. And it's because it's right in the down, in, on the Yarra River, right in downtown Melbourne. Beautiful skyline in the backdrop. The river is a really hard place to ski. It's rolly. It's bumpy. Uh, there's current. And it was my first time there, 2005. And nobody had ever come there their first time and won because it's such a challenging body of water because it's not calm and it's not flat. And so by the end of the weekend, I, I was able to win. And I won on my birthday, on Pi Day. Oh. And I won in front of like 50,000 people. Man. Was that the Mo- was that the Moomba thing? Moomba Masters. Yeah. 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 Exactly. So there's a Moomba festival that they have it in conjunction with. So there's about two hundred to three hundred thousand people milling around downtown Melbourne, this beautiful riverfront park area. And uh, and we get to have a tournament during that time. And I'd always wanted to go. And my best friend Terry Winter and I went down there for the for the first time and we, you know, I ended up skiing really well, well enough to win. But that wasn't the moment. It was about 30 minutes after that moment. And I wouldn't say it's my greatest achievement or my greatest moment, but it's it's was the most enlightening moment because I'm sitting there after all the congratulatory hugs and high fives, and I kind of look around, and I'm like, is is this all there is? You know, is is this all there is to winning? Because I didn't feel different yeah. inside. And so I think that moment, about thirty minutes after I actually won. Was one of the most important moments in my career because it, it was the spark for looking beyond just myself, yeah. trying trying to do something more than just be the best athlete I can be in the world. Because it's not, I realize it's not it's not the result, you know. Even like in the CrossFit world, I use that because it's so it's low hanging fruit, it's easy to talk about. Yeah. In the CrossFit world, all the best athletes are posting all the time about all the shit they're doing, and that's awesome. That's their that's their prerogative. They can do whatever they want. But the problem is that's what everybody sees. So that's what what everybody wants to do, wants to do. and that's yeah. what it turns into instead of realizing that it's about the process, and it's about how the process changes you. That's the most important thing in life. It doesn't matter if you're a skier, if you're a crossfitter, if you're a business person. And, and that was really the impetus for FlowPoint. I think that's when the, the FlowPoint TV and the FlowPoint idea for me was sparked was when I realized in that moment that being the best in the world on any given day is great but it can't be everything because if it is everything that's a very that's a very empty everything so keep it's keep really ta-
1: interesting that you say that because very quickly i've read lots of like athletes talking about like uh you know they they're they're retro they're looking back on their career retrospectively and they talk about the moment that they won you know their their championship and they just they expected it to be more and they're like yeah worked for 20 years to win <clears> the stanley cup or the you know the larry o'brien trophy or whatever and they're like i got it now and uh you take a moment to celebrate and then what do you do the next week? Well, back uh, at it, you're back at it trying to do the same thing over and over again. And so if you, yeah. you know, I'm one of those people, Mark and I talk a lot about this. Like, uh, if you're one of those people that says like, well, I'll be happy when I get this job or when I get this promotion or when I get sure. this call, when I get this or when I get that, you find you're never happy. You're never content. And it seems yep. like you've had like a pretty, pretty real like moment with that.
0: Yeah. And, uh, I guess a lot of athletes have that moment and it's just kind of what you do. A lot of it, that moment's available in any walk of life, you know, that, that kind of realization, but you're right. It's like, if you, if you delay your happiness, if you steal the happiness from the moment, because you feel like you're going to be happier in the future and you, you just, you got to keep working towards that thing or that achievement or whatever it is, that's going to make you happy. You're definitely stealing the moment of, of what it can be for you. And I think that's, that's that lesson is exactly what you're talking about. It's like, no man, it's not, it's not the end result. It's, it's the journey. It's how you get there. It's the path you take, which, you know, that's another thing for me is, is, uh, is it's it's not the me it's it's the means it's not the end it's it's the means to the end how how did you get to where you got yeah and and, and why and what drove you and why why did you why did you do what you did
2: so talk talk more about uh, uh, FlowPoint TV what is the mission what are you trying to do, uh, do with that
0: yeah so FlowPoint TV uh, the the name FlowPoint is just my kind of coined term not necessarily original but for that flow state so like you see somebody you see uh, you know. I can't even think right now. You see, Peyton Manning, you know, in the moment, you know, finding his flow. He's 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 throwing passes and and they can't be dropped. Although he didn't do that last year, so I don't know why I'm using him as an example. But he still won. So his yeah, the rest of his team won it for yeah. him. But point is, like when the, when you see an athlete or an individual in that moment, and and they're not even really there. They're just on autopilot. They, they're so they're so engrossed and they're so present aware. They're presently aware that, uh, that they're bound by that moment. And that, that is that flow state. And that's basically what the flow point is. It's, it's living life for that moment, because in that moment, that's when you realize what you're capable of, or, or when you show yourself that you're capable of more than you thought you were capable of. Yeah. And and I think that's an important thing because, um, you know, I, I just said it was about the process, but then now i'm saying it's about that those those fleeting moments that we all experience every once in a while in our life and i think it's both it's a combination of both it's yeah. a combo because
2: if you don't have that process you're never going to get that flow moment exactly yeah. yeah
0: so that that that's where it came from and and the reason um the reason that i really had the drive uh, it's been about 15 years of a of a yearning to like do something with filmmaking and i bought equipment throughout the years but i never really had a chance to start or never really had a good reason to start uh, until about three or four years ago. And uh, and finally, I was like, screw it. Nobody else is showing water sports and water skiing how it needs to be shown. Nobody's telling stories. Nobody's you know basically taking the ball and running with it and exposing the world to our sport because it's not on TV anymore. Yeah. Uh, and so that was just kind of like the straw. I was like, screw it. I'm going to do this. I'm going to probably fail, but I'm going to give it a go. And uh, I got – my ski company, which I do R&D for and I've been sponsored by for nine years, HO Skis. They're the biggest ski company in the world. Um, I got them to to float it and to sponsor it, and they've sponsored it for three years now.
2: So and, is, it, uh, is there a website? Where can people both check out some of the stuff you've, you've done on uh, that?
0: Uh, just flowpointtv.com, flowpointt TV.com. Cool. Well, And I'm um, getting ready to launch a new website, but...
2: Well let That's us know. Uh, yeah, let us know when you do. Well, we may yeah. need to before you do, like maybe in the fall or something, we need to have you back on because we're we're just I'm gonna have I have one more question for you. But we yep. didn't get to I wanted to talk to you about the, the, the technique that you invented and we didn't get to talk about uh the fights that you and my uh spy. Get into over your your hair. Um, so oh, she, I yeah. think
0: I know who your spy is. Yeah. You just outed your spy, yeah. <laughs> da- Dang it!
1: to go, Mark. <laughs> You're just like that guy from a few years ago, outed Valerie Plame in the
0: New York. Yeah,
2: dang yeah exactly. It. Idiot. Okay, okay. So here's the here's the final question, and. And, uh, I, I feel think like
0: that, I'm on, uh, what was that, Million Dollar Show? Yeah.
2: That's the, what was it? For, for 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 not for, for zero, just zero to be dollars, your final yeah. question, yeah. Uh, what is something you enjoy about life or what is uh, one thing you do to make life more enjoyable?
0: Uh, I don't know. Do you want the altruistic answer or do you want the real answer? The real answer. The real answer. Well, I, I think my, I'm working towards it. I don't know. I mean, honestly, like seeing other people – succeed seeing that smile on somebody's face seeing a kid walk for the first time like stupid crap like being at this being uh the reason that people have one of those moments you know i think that that's like that's like more valuable than anything else or or, you know or at least knowing that that you have the ability to to inspire and 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 help somebody else be a better version of themselves man rick that's probably one of the best answers we've ever gotten
2: I don't know about yes. that. Yeah.
0: I agree. Stuff?
1: No, no, no. It's very good.
2: Yeah. So, cool. Well, hey, we are, we are out of time. This has been awesome. Uh, I will text you and email you and all this stuff when the show goes up. But we really, really appreciate your time, and uh, we'll talk to you soon.
0: You guys, Rick, Mark, thank you for the opportunity. It's, uh, it's awesome. It's been fun. I, I'm going to start listening to you guys more now. I've listened to a couple. The, the K-Star, Jenny. I've listened to a few of them. But, yeah, I, I think you guys got me hooked. Don't go back so. to
2: episode one.
0: Okay. (laughs) Okay, Marcus, you need to like we will get
1: together sometime and you can teach me how to water ski because I'm 36. I don't know how to do it.
0: Do it. We'll we'll get you guys out here. We'll do a little gym. (gasps) We'll do a little fitness here in the gym. Jenny will run you through some programming. (laughs) And then once you're good and tired, I'll duct tape your hands to the handle and I'll drag you around (laughs) behind the boat for a half hour. Perfect.
1: Shatter my fever into eight places. (laughs) Exactly. Turn my hand into a bag of marbles.
0: (laughs) Yep. (laughs) It's gonna happen. It's gonna be glorious too. Awesome, man. We'll talk soon. Awesome, thanks, guys.
2: You're listening to the Simply Human podcast. Thank you, Marcus. Um, we will have links. Of, I'm sure we talked about it at the end of the interview. Such a cool guy, and again, Marcus and Jenny, right? Mark and Jen, right? We're we're like we're soul couples.
1: Um, I just just I just caught that.
2: Except well except he they, he is like way cooler than me in that in, in that uh uh comparison it's kind of you don't, you don't say it's <laughs> how much cooler i l li- just it's, it's, i I, di- I listened you know I put together the Anna vicino show today and I listened to like most of the show, like I must say, Rick, you had me laughing quite quite often at what you are quite the this the, the comedy man the comedy man well, also <laughs> know
1: See?
2: <laughs> oh, man. There's just like, you just throw in, throw in things that just make me laugh. Um, okay.
1: You know, what, I, I was thinking this today while I was uh, mowing the lawn. We need to figure out a way to do live show i know this is more for crosstalk but before i forget yes. i don't want to write it down we need to figure out a way to like periscope maybe like a live show or something at some point so put that on your uh, legal pad that you carry with you everywhere
2: great that's a great idea actually um but yes. i i would right. my bleep Anyways. my bleeping tool would be taken out of my hand it would be the only scary thing. if we
1: did it on periscope yeah sorry pal <laughs> i don't know what to tell
2: you okay Toilet. well it class is now time. Expo- I taught a class for police
1: explorers a couple weeks ago, yeah. uh, like a bunch of like seventeen, eighteen year old kids that you know want to be police mm. officers or whatever okay. down the line, and it was really difficult to uh,
2: keep it um, keep it using, together. Uh,
1: all of the words in my vocabulary that yeah. I find so descriptive.
2: Yeah, <laughs> it is now time for humans being human, and I think what's going to happen is with Chad, the last humans being human guest, uh, a member of the Tournament of Champions, which we talked about. We've had Blake on, <laughs> we've had Toby on. I'm starting to get some backlash from the other members of of TOC because they all want to be on the show too. So we're just mining all of right. your friends. Yeah, for yeah. Guests. So this one is, uh, and I'm sure we're going to talk about our Zeb's and my relationship, not Zeb and I's relationship. That's not a that's not a word, people. Eyes i's, is not a word. <clears throat> Sorry. Stop. Sorry, I'm cranky. Um, no. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so here is Zeb, not a fake name, Zeb, ladies and gentlemen, humans being human. You can't add him. Shut up. I'm the leader of this call. Okay. Are you driving?
3: I'm again my headphones on.
2: But are you driving? Are you like running? Are you are no, you are you lifting? No, plates? I I went
3: I went to my truck because uh, I did not want to laugh and stare in the middle of work.
2: Zeb, Rick, Rick, yep. Zeb. Can you hear me?
3: I can't hear you.
1: Hello. Can
2: you hear Rick? me, Rick? Uh oh. I'm hanging up. Dang. On my it. Dang it. What's happening? Was that you? No, that was Rick. Was that you making No, Rick made a farting noise. Uh... that's what
3: Rick I did. Okay.
2: Are you there? I'm here.
1: Can you hear me?
2: Yeah, is it Rick Zeb, Zeb Rick.
1: Rick. It's Nice to meet
2: you, buddy. How are
1: you? I'm good. I've heard a lot about you. Are we, re- are we
2: recording? Oh, dude. We are recording. Uh, Zeb is okay, short. That,
3: okay, that's not a real. That's that's not a real name, is it? I mean, that's a fake name, right? <laughs> Zeb. It is. It's my stage name.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's like Madonna. He doesn't have like a last name. It's just Zeb. Yeah, that's it? All capital yeah. letters. Okay. No, it's lower. So, so this Three is a letters. real
1: name. Is that like short for something, or is that a family name? What's uh? Give me some origin here. It,
3: yeah, it's uh, uh, Zebulon is the full name. And I am from the planet uh, Zorton.
1: <laughs> See, actually, that was going to be... Believe it or not, I was going to
3: ask if you are an alien. Uh, that was your name. So, wow. I have do- I have documentation. I am not an illegal alien.
2: Oh, okay. Uh, immigration oh, talk huh. with Zeb and Rick. Um, do build, build that wall, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so uh, Zeb... Uh, Rick, so here's a little background. Simply, human, Simply humans' own Blake, who's been uh, thrown under the bus on the show many times, has been a guest on the show many <laughs> times. So Blake and Zeb grew up together in a little town called Brady, which is the uh, heart of Texas. Uh-huh. I prefer to think of it as the fart of Texas. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, the fart. of Texas. Oh, Mark!
2: I just came up with that. Um. Yeah. So, but here's the, but here's the funny thing, Rick. So so, Blake meets a, a girl, and they fall in love, and they get married. And her name is Stephanie. And Stephanie has a sister. And because, of the, of, of, because Blake is friends with Zeb, and Zeb is always around this Stephanie girl and her sister, Zeb and M- Stephanie's sister fell in love, and they got married. So not only are Blake and Zeb best friends, they are also brothers-in-law.
3: That kind of weird. Fun. That makes
1: for fun, like uh, Christmases, Thanksgiving, stuff like that. Because you uh, you don't hate your in
3: law at least one of them, because you should. Right. And
2: right. And I, uh,
3: I like Stephanie very much.
2: You bet. Oh. Okay.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I mean to hate Blake is what I'm saying.
2: Oh, right. Oh, I see. So, yeah, like, I, uh... they could they could wife swap, and their kids wouldn't be all that different. <laughs> right, because the. I
1: think you're on to something, Mark.
2: sisters, <laughs> right? Okay. Wait, let
1: me do. Let me do like one of those. Or uh, whatever, where you do the like the the gene mapping from ninth grade biology. Nothing. Yeah. I got nothing there. Okay. Yeah. Well, all right. All okay. those ninth grade biology students, they they get me now.
2: Right. Yes, we I'm have.
3: Our uh, family's tight.
2: Yes, physically and literally. So <laughs> so Zeb is a Zeb is oh. a Zeb is a pranksman. He is a he is a jokesman. Um he likes to do silly jokes like I like I do so Zeb and I uh, get along and at the tournament of champions last year Rick we do a random drawing Zeb and I were actually teammates and we made sorry our- Zeb uh, yeah, well, we yeah. we we came very close to, to winning the whole thing. We were about one centimeter of washer away from winning the whole thing, and our name was... Mark,
1: one centimeter away, isn't that the story of his life? Hmm.
2: well, I, <laughs> I, I don't understand... What you mean? Um, so,
1: well, Mark, uh, when a man loves a woman, uh, <laughs> shut, <they> up. <laughs> shut up, shut <laughs> up.
2: Okay, so I don't think we've told the story, and I—if I, we have—and you've heard this one, s- just skip on ahead. But I wanted Zeb to tell the the story about the time that Blake Zeb and their friend Jim, who is also a former teammate of mine at Tournament of Champions, tried to impress a girl. Hmm. And it, it involves a campfire. Are you sure, Rick? We haven't. You you don't know the story.
3: It was more than and one. I really don't. There's there more than one girl.
2: Oh well, I thought there was one. That's okay. So tell the no. story.
3: Well, uh, so when you grow up in Brady, uh, you tend to not have anything to do
2: except you, like, you have lots of pet goats. Okay, continue.
3: We, well, we 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 uh, you know drove the drag. And, uh, you go to Sonic cause that's, that's where people go. Right. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> uh, but no, you're looking for things to do and you're always making up stuff. Uh, but, uh, this time we decided to go uh, and I'm pretty sure that it was New Year's Eve. So we were going to go someplace special. Uh, we were going to go to London hall, which is, oh, like if London. you look on your map cool. right there, Map, uh Mark, uh, look on your map. Okay, you, you will find it near London, Texas.
2: Oh, okay. Sorry, yeah. I thought you. You know what? London. I didn't
3: even have any idea there
1: was a London, Texas. <laughs> yeah. Just how about that? Yeah. It. There's about two people and
3: and three pigs. So. Oh. Uh, nice.
1: I like the human to pig ratio, my friends.
3: <laughs> 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 so. I like uh, my gods
2: <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh pigs! Oh, okay. Here we go. I laugh at my jokes too. Yeah. I love it. London, uh,
3: uh, London, London Hall. Uh, great turnout that night. Uh, several people there, as you can imagine, and um, uh, a great uh, group of ladies. And uh, we commenced. I don't remember exactly what year this was, but we were in college, uh, so we'd come home. The heck was that? For like Christmas break. And, uh, so we had some drinks, and we oh. danced the night away Ooh. with
2: several people. Dance the night and, away? Was it like, uh, don't tell my heart, yeah. my achy, breaky heart, you just... That song, was that song playing on repeat? Huh?
3: De- definitely, definitely that song. <laughs> <laughs> and we line danced, as all the movie portrays. Out at yeah. the
2: bonfire, you're all line dancing. <laughs> <laughs>
3: So before we got on our horses to ride into yep, uh, yep. the sunset, uh, we we were <laughs> we were about to leave. Uh, and funny side note, um, one of our one of the ladies that we uh, ran into, she was actually trying to hook us up with her daughter, uh, which was weird. So oh. we never had that kind of support before. <laughs> uh, <laughs> usually, we're the we're the ones that have to actively you know, do that. Like, and convince then, you know, the
2: parents, like, to let me go on a date with your daughter. And instead, this was like, no, please, take her out on a date. Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah, please take her. Uh, we'll pay for the marriage, I think is what she said. Um, at the courthouse, of course. Uh, anyways, <laughs> so we... <laughs> so we... Uh, we uh, are leaving. We're getting trying to get some numbers. And these girls, we say, hey... Uh, you know, let's follow us. Uh, we go to, a uh, nearby river bed, which is dry, actually, Not there's no water in it. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's what dry so, is. Is. is this a real story? <laughs> this is totally, totally a real story. This is
1: the
2: plot line of this, Footloose.
1: We, so we are going to I mean, a dry river bed. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Rick, uh, I mean, I, I don't know where you grew up, man, but I'm telling you, like, you had city. to make up fun. Yeah. yeah okay. Well. There you go. Yeah. We, we, we had to make up our own fun. Yeah. So, this is what you do. Uh, and so, we go to the nearest dry riverbed, which they're everywhere. you know. And uh, we're having fun, still uh, having a few more drinks. Uh, one of our other buddies was with us. Um,
2: Jim? Not,
3: Jim, it was not Craig, Jim. Well, not Jim. It was Craig, actually.
2: I don't know Craig. So Guy name
3: Craig. Yeah, I don't that, care, no, I
2: don't I'm care sorry. about Craig.
3: Anyways. So we were like, "Hey, let's start a bonfire. Let's have a big old fire and uh, have fun." We put wood together uh, that we found. Yeah, you did. And <laughs> and we
2: yeah,
3: with <laughs> the girls making up your though. own fun, huh? <laughs> <laughs> where
2: where were the girls at this point? <laughs> they they had all gone home. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh, and, uh, so we got the fire going and, uh, it's nice, big fire. Uh, I couldn't even tell you the, really the size of it, uh, because, uh, all we, all, all, you know, I was a little inebriated at that point, Okay. but, um, actually we, uh, for whatever reason, Blake, and this is typical Blake, just so you know, every time you talk to Blake, uh, anything you're doing, it does not matter what you're doing. If you're sitting there, you know, just looking around, Blake would f- make up some sort of game right. like hey I can uh, count more people than you can you know in the next 30 seconds yeah. you know, or whatever
2: or like yeah, you're like sitting uh, at dinner and you're like you're just sitting there like, I'm going to eat this this meal faster than you and then it's immediate it's an immediate competition like yeah that's what it's
3: immediate it's on yeah. as soon as he says it it's on Yeah. and he's already thought he, you know by this time he's already <laughs> thought of his angle so he's really just you know waiting on you to kind of figure your deal out because he's, he's already got it yeah. you know Uh. Same thing, you know, in the middle of nowhere, you know, skipping rocks or whatever, it's it's amazing. So Blake's like we have this big fire in front of us. Blake says, Hey, I'm gonna jump over that fire in this dry riverbed, which in the in the country, Rick, dry riverbed a lot of times has uh loose rock, gravel, whatever at the bottom of it, uh, or at least in that part of the country. And oh, the uh of so your footing is not awesome. And okay. kind of like running in band, only with pebbles. Yeah. With so, you. Uh, this, uh, like, decides to jump over this bonfire, and I would guess that it would be about as wide as a vehicle, you know? I okay. don't know how tall it is, but something we could jump over. So, fa- it wasn't and like a
2: couple of logs laying there. I mean, it was a, a fairly sizable pile of fire. It, <laughs> yeah. Like, we. <laughs>
3: you know, could have easily started some sort of fire in yeah. a pasture or yeah. something.
2: Right.
3: Um, <laughs> which is another story Blake can tell you about later. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm giving lots of ammo here. Yeah. Um, so Blake does this, and, and he, he rears back, uh, you know, a good, you know, 20-yard sprint to the fire, uh, full-blown. You know, at this time, Blake is still real skinny. Uh, Fairly athletic. You know, yeah,
2: yeah. 6'4", six, six, two fifteen at this time i I would guess. Two twenty. Totally. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Very easy. You know, two twenty five, two thirty. Yeah. Launches himself into the air uh for the long jump, you know, for the state champion you know, for the state record. And <laughs> commences when he lands. <laughs> when he lands this this gravel goes out from underneath his feet and he falls back into the fire. And uh hmm. And uh, immediately curses. Jumps right back. Yeah, <laughs> immediately jumps right back up uh, and uh, is complaining about getting burned, and we're all laughing because that's that's what's that's funny. And
2: uh, <laughs> you, know, you first up, make sure I think he's he, not like
1: very badly burned to, until right. you make fun
3: of him.
2: Yeah, sort of. Well, then I mean, and then. Like a- is that like, can I can so, I guess how the rest of the story goes? So the here's how the rest of the story goes. So Zeb and Jim see what happened to Blake, and they think, "Oh, that's pretty dangerous. I better, I better, man. I'm, we shouldn't. We should probably not do that." Is that what happened? Yeah,
3: and then we just went home.
2: Yeah, right. Cool. <laughs> oh, so good. Good story. Good story. Good story. <laughs> oh, thanks for joining us, yeah.
3: Zeb, for uh,
2: <laughs> for some fire jumping.
1: Good humans making good choices.
3: Yeah. <laughs> so uh, so basically after that uh, he got burned we're all laughing and <laughs> that probably fueled his fire a little bit that we should do the same thing yeah uh, or that we couldn't have done it yeah and I don't know that he really said anything that that motivated me to go uh but I decided to go and I said hey I'm gonna Take these women home. I'm gonna impress them, and, uh, and they all want to go home with me. So <laughs> I line up behind the fire, uh, you know, like Blake did, and I go really fast because I'm a fast runner.
2: Yeah, you were. He was an all-state linebacker. Continue.
3: Yeah, and I I jump over this fire, which seemed to have grown <laughs> by the time that that I had jumped over it. Of course. But then again, uh, so I land and immediately uh, pretty much do the same thing uh, that Blake did. The rocks go out from under me. I fall into the fire. I imagine and, your uh, feet
2: like hitting the exact same like foot like like slides as Blake hit. You know, like there's a little rut where Blake's feet went, and like your feet went exactly in those in that spot, and you fell like in the same exact spot.
1: You know, a handful much. a handful of men and women sitting. Uh, at a driver bed around a campfire and the men trying to impress the women by jumping over the fire like sounds like some <laughs> caveman stuff like I'm kind of surprised that the human race has existed as long as it has that it didn't end a million years ago over the exact same incident of like uh, caveman Blake and caveman Zeb both falling into fire and burning up and like oh well that's the end of human humanity there's no <laughs> men left <laughs>
3: Well, if not for my cat-like reflexes, uh, that would have happened. Right, and so. But it wasn't
2: I... over there yet, was it, Zeb?
3: <laughs> no, uh, so I mean, it burned the hell out of me. I, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, blistered up uh, on my back. You know, probably a good like baseball-sized blister, and then you know, on my like belt line. Yeah. Uh, you know, so luckily for me, I had had a few drinks. It wasn't all that. You know that right. until like the next day. Yeah. So, but uh you know that, that was pretty much it for me that night. I was but done. then I didn't even want.
2: But then didn't to, did, did Jim not attempt?
3: Jim did not attempt. Jim was not there. I don't think. Uh, well, was there? We call that survival so, of. It. Right. <laughs> Yeah.
2: <laughs> so one on. guy was like, oh, no wait, down. hang
1: on, I'm not gonna do the exact same thing those guys did. So was I'm, <laughs> I'm who Darwin was talking about.
2: So So was that? Was it just you and Blake? I thought there was one more person that, that did it and then the same thing happened.
3: Well it was. It was Craig and <laughs> Craig Craig was uh the probably the fastest at all elements at that time and uh only he was a little bit shorter so uh but uh you know he's about my height. Uh, but he did the same exact <laughs> thing. He reared back and he jumped over it hard as he could. You're just trying to reach as far as you can. And uh, fell back into the fire as well. So it was a three for three, uh, fire versus
2: people. I can imagine like all the girls there that y'all are trying to impress are just like sitting in like lawn chairs watching this like rolling their eyes like, Let's get out of here, these idiots like and all the guys like yeah. forget the girls are even there and they're just like And, jumping. and,
1: and we sit around wondering how we can't come up with technology of like a car that runs on water, or we can't cure cancer. But then we have like three guys <laughs> jumping over a fire, all of them failing miserably. Yeah, I just that's amazing.
2: Yeah, <laughs>
1: it's it pretty awesome. So uh, you know, I will. So I will, so did, uh, did did all three of them want to make love to you? After that? Is <laughs> it, did it work? Please
3: put a cap completely, on completely, completely, <laughs> and uh, and that's what happened. Yeah, so we will. Yeah, no, <laughs> that's <but> the. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, in a dream world. They, so,
3: so this is. I don't even remember how they left. So yeah. they probably just, like you said, they probably just like turned around.
2: While well, y'all, while well, y'all were arguing about, you know, like what actually happened, yeah, they're like just, yeah.
1: they're just dusting the coals off of each other, and then they look around. they like, "Where'd the girls go? Yeah, right. Oh, let's try to jump over that fire again." Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, this has been impressing girls with fire with Zeb. Uh, uh, now we can say Zeb that you are simply human's own, along with Chad, Toby, and Blake. Thank you for joining us.
3: Thank you.
2: Thank you, Zeb. Uh, if if we are ever paired up together again at Toc, we will be victorious. It was his fault that we lost. Hmm. So.
1: Well then, yeah. Do you have a, like a fire jumping event, and you fell in <laughs> the fire? <again?
2: laughs> Uh, he's already texted like in that thread, like that he was on the show, and everyone's already talking about it. So, um, all right, it is now time for the human tip of the week—something you can start doing today to become a more healthy human. And I have been uh, having some trouble lately. Add yeah, that to the bragging montage. Um, <laughs> just, I've been
0: having,
2: I've been some having trouble, trouble lately. <laughs> <laughs> so there, I have like there's a lot of things going on. We don't have to, we're not going to get into like the details, but there's a lot of like uh, big life changes happening in my life right now. And then I've got this big thing coming up at church, which I'm a part of. And it's like a huge time commitment and there's all this kind of worry and stress. And, and so for like the last week I go back and forth between like, like I'll wake up in the middle of the night and I can't go back to sleep. Like I just like, I'll wake up at two 30, go to the bathroom and then I don't ever go back to sleep. I just, I'm up. And I and I just and and so I've so here are some of the things and and like it's really frustrating because I feel like I'm pretty knowledgeable about like that kind of thing like oh you're stressed like so I have meditated I have lit a candle and read a book I have uh, done like some stretching I've I've I have a Buddha board which is the like a a, a paint brush and board that you like paint on with water and then it like immediately like. Are, like dries and then you like a clean slate and you can like draw again. That's like apparently like got some yeah. meditative benefits. I've done that. I've done like, a, like, I've done everything I know how to do and I'll go, I'll have a night like that. And then the next night I get a full night's sleep only because I'm just like so exhausted from the previous night. So I'm just like, and I can feel it like catching up with me. I took a nap this afternoon. So what is, but one thing that i have gotten away from is like just like the daily meditation you know because i think like you're trying to trying to meditate like while you're in that state when your mind is in that state in the middle of the night it's like oh what's that like it's like uh you know like in, like right after you eat like a huge pizza being like all right now i'm starting my diet you know it's like it's like yeah, it's like yeah. too late or something so yeah, and i've
1: noticed that too like if i tried it like if i like where went- or something like, like I'm very very stressed out, and I try to meditate. Like I just it, at some time sometimes it just doesn't work. Like right. Sometimes I just can't shut my mind off, and yeah. I'm like, you know what? I'm just I think I'm at this point I'm maybe doing more harm than good. I'm sp- yeah, and further, so I need to you know switch gears. Yeah, I, it's glad to know that you uh, are like the rest of us. Yeah, when, uh, you know things happen, and uh, you know chaos ensues sometimes.
2: Yeah, and and it's funny like one of the one of the techniques I have is like to breathe in and and that's one and I breathe out and that's two and I breathe in and that's three. So you're like, you're focusing on counting your breaths, you know? And like, like mm-hmm. what I've done in the past is I'll say, okay, I'm going to count to a hundred. I'm going to do that to a hundred or I'm going to count down from a hundred. And, and I never get, you know, if I'm counting down from a hundred, I never get to the seventies, right? I, I mean, before I fall asleep, like it's always a quick yeah. deal. So like a couple of nights ago I did that. I counted down from a hundred to zero, three times, Gosh. And was like, Okay, I guess I guess I'm getting up like oh it's so frustrating so so here is here an article on huffington post huff com three three reasons reasons three reasons why you should start meditating and uh, this article it, and I 'll link to it in the show notes it says uh, you know number one is reduces anxiety and depression so like there's one thing right there reduces anxiety um, number two is decreases binge and emotional overeating we've talked about if you 're exhausted that can mess up your the hormones that tell you you're full or you're hungry and then the third one is increase Positive emotions, which obviously that's those are better than negative emotions, so it 's kind of an interesting take on it, and then there 's a putting it into practice section uh, you can 't fail at meditation it says it 's a new skill that takes some practice, it is as much about the journey as it is the result. so ten minutes a day, I you know do a minute a day, a minute is better than nothing uh, and it 's not about again it 's not about shutting your mind off it is about being in the present moment, and if your mind starts to wander if you start thinking about. You know, I got to mow the grass t- uh, tomorrow. Dad, gim—that's what we say in Texas. Dad, gim it. Then you know you say, "Oh, huh? That's funny." Like my mind is—I'm thinking about mowing the grass now. Okay, now I'm coming back to my to my breath. Like that's where the magic happens. So, um, so try to do that. I and I've started like because of all this. Like I've started back like you know some at some point in the day I'll do like five ten minutes sometimes even more. And we're gonna see if that works. The other thing that I'm gonna to try to do is completely, like, no caffeine at all. Because a lot of times, uh, caffeine—if you're dependent on caffeine—that uh, can mess up your cortisol, like when cortisol is being released, and when it's not. And so if you're if you're one of those if you're if that's happening to you, if you wake up in the middle of the night and you just you can't go back to sleep, and that's just like a, a chronic thing, and you're and you drink coffee a lot, like try to eliminate it, like and not and not just like decaf because there's still trace amounts of caffeine. But I mean, like drink tea or something. I know Jason Sye is doing something along these lines right now too. Not because of he's having like stress issues. Just I think somebody challenged him to to not do caffeine for two weeks, and he's like, okay. So so you know, that's another thing. Okay. That's another thing that you can do if you're a a, a particularly stressed out person and you're having trouble. Uh, your energy output is like out of whack like you're exhausted in the middle of the day and you're up at night a lot of times that can be a, a an adrenal cortisol issue so there's your tip meditate and don't give up and keep trying don't just like well it's two in the morning i'm up i might as well turn on tv and watch a movie you know or like you know try do things that uh that, that will kind of help your mind rest and uh and don't give up i know it's frustrating so there it is
1: yeah there you go cool all
2: right all right all right, all right. Um, let's get to the end of the show now. Huh. <laughs> oh, that's my favorite thing to do is like say something completely stupid and then just wait for your reaction, <laughs> like the, <laughs> the awkward silence. <laughs> um, okay, go to the website simplymanlifestyle You can like us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that stuff. Is at SimplyHuman52. If you have any questions or want to share humans being human, anything like that, email us at SimplyHumanLifestyle at gmail.com. You can email Rick at SimplyHumanRick at gmail.com. All the things that we like and the affiliates uh, or the things that we are affiliated with are at the store page on our website um you can find rick on grinder at rickgrinder.net. um so huh. that yeah, is
1: sure can that's right, right where you find it
0: <laughs> so that's gonna do it for this edition of simian podcast and remember uh, what what in what medium are we talking about uh, oh yeah. Mar-
1: the medium mark was talking about is that she uh works on a brothel <laughs> in a sex-
2: yeah sorry sorry i, der- <laughs> I derailed this oh uh, yeah.
0: you You guys, all right, so now I know where we're at.
2: So until next time, enjoy yourself.